In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 57th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. This week we'll look at the landmark Supreme Court ruling on gambling. We'll discuss uh, here from Russell Gage, Falcons draft pick. Falcons linebacker Fourier Ulukan, the Yale draft pick from uh, the Ivy Leagues. Also, we'll discuss the uh, NFLPA rookie premiere and who will be attending from the Falcons. And then look ahead to the OTA schedule and the owners meeting. That is coming up this week in Atlanta. The gambling, the landmark ruling, the Supreme Court of the United States struck down a federal ban on sports betting outside of Nevada. According to projections, there are going to be 32 states to be offering sports betting within five years. The American Gaming Association projects that there's about $150 billion spent on betting uh, annually. And uh, one of the big venues and the biggest sport to, to be bet on is the NFL. And I didn't know that the Premier League over in London is betted on over there in their, their um, sports betting operations. So I know the Falcon fans are wondering, hey, when will I be able to legally put a bet down on the Falcons? And uh, Georgia is, is not in the forefront of this. There are some other states that are moving a lot faster. Of course, New Jersey plans to be uh, betting here by the end of next week on uh, May the 28th out of Monmouth Park and Casino. But Georgia's uh, uh, been a little slow here in the legislature. Apparently, Governor Nathan Deal... Lieutenant Governor Casey Cagle and House Speaker David Ralston, all Republicans, have uh, expressed opposition to casino legislation, according to our Politically Georgia blog. But some other uh, congressmen from around the state want to see sports betting here in the state. Brett Harrell, R. Snellville, thinks it could help Georgia, as does Ron Stevens, R. Savannah. He's hoping that the uh, new Supreme Court ruling clears a path to bring luxury casinos to Georgia. Now, we're, we're way behind on that. Uh, some other states are moving a little faster. Of course, Louisiana is ahead. Uh, but we'll have to see how this goes. And I know the NFL is not real happy with this ruling, and they're going to lean on their friends in the uh, Congress to, to maybe come up with a better plan uh, to not have 50 different states approaching uh, the sports gaming uh, situation, uh, maybe to federalize it in some kind of way. But uh, we do, it's a big deal. We know people bet on the NFL, and uh, I know we get a lot of clicks when we, we release the uh, odds that the Falcons have to win the Super Bowl every year. So we'll monitor this and see how it goes and 
Uh, I'll put a link into our politically uh, Georgia bot um, blog there by Miss Meyer T. Prehub, who uh, discussed this issue. So you all can go look at where Georgia stands with regards to legalized sports betting. Now let's go to Russell Gage, fine young man. We met at the uh, rookie mini camp last week. He was playing uh, defensive back one day and wide receiver the next. They're going to carry this out throughout the rest of the offseason and then decide on his best position before training camp. Here's Russell Gage. How did uh, it go for you? On how many positions you played in the last couple of days? Uh, just two. Um, you know, not counts special teams, just two. I think it went pretty well. I, you know, I enjoyed it. You know, I really like it. I love it here. Was the back pedal a little rusty there uh, after uh, not playing corner for a while? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. Um, we got some great coaches here, though. You know, uh, they got me right. Um, it didn't take it didn't take long to get back into my groove. I think. You know. When did you um, kind of during the pre-draft process? We, they started. A, it was a buzz about you and all the special teams coaches wanting to see you after uh, the pro day down there. When did you kind of sense the? You know, the draft thing might work out for you. Well, um, you know, my first encounter with the Falcons, um, you know, they mentioned me playing defensive back and receiver. Um, you know, that actually happened before Pro Day around both weeks of time on the NFL PA, PA Bowl. So um, it was kind of understood, you know, if they brought me in, that it's a, it's a good chance that I can go both ways. So, uh, And you were 4-4 guy, and I don't want you to, you know, you can, you know, was uh, your receiving totals a function of the quarterback position at your school? Um, you know, uh, it was, I guess you'd say more so the office type of office we ran, you know, we ran a lot of jet sweeps, um, you know, a lot of things, gimmick plays and stuff like that. So you could probably, um, say it was a function of stuff like that. Um, not necessarily, not necessarily the quarterback, you know, Danny's a great quarterback, um, you know, um, you know, LSU has a lot of talent and I'm sure over the years in the NFL, you know, they, they can, they can apply that. And the run having two with, uh, Fournette and, uh, guys. Guys and, uh, Russell Gage, a sixth round pick out of LSU. Uh, they're going to try to find a way to get him on the field, looks like. They really like his physical tools and seems like a pretty sharp uh, young man. Now, in the sixth round, the uh, Falcons made a Ivy League selection with Fourier Olakun, who uh, parents are from Nigeria. His dad went to uh, Texas Kingsville, but always pointed the kids toward the Ivy League schools and uh, he went up there and got his economics degree. Let's hear from Foyer. Think I've been going for you, Foyer. It's, it's been going all right. Uh, it's been enjoying getting out here with the team and uh, trying to learn as fast as possible. But it's been going good, just trying to show a lot of effort and picking up on plays. Um, when did you sense uh, the draft thing might work out for the for the Ivy League football player there? Um, I always went to it with no expectations. Uh, you know, it's not up to me if I get drafted or I don't get drafted. So I was just out there uh, kind of watching my coach's house. Here and either call my name in the draft or free agency, but my job is to just get my maximum effort anywhere I got picked up. And uh, uh, so far, um, you know, uh, what's the mini camp been like, and uh, what positions have they had you at? Uh, mini camp been real fun. Uh, you know, since we got here, you know, I got in the room with the linebackers. You know, it's a good group of guys in there, and we've all been kind of coming together trying to learn the playbook as quick as possible. So. As for position, I've been linebacker, a little wheel linebacker. Um, I'm just trying to get caught up on that as quick as possible. Trying to show off my athletic ability. 
and yeah, where did they play you at? Um, all over? Kind of all over. Look, I played Miss- so, you know, Michigan's defense, I played that uh, Jabril Pepper type. Okay. Uh, linebacker. The Wolfman. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, how do you feel your skills translates to the uh, NFL? Uh, you know, I, I'm just trying to uh, try as much as possible to fit into this scheme here. Uh, coach has me at the wheel, so I think what I do well is covering. Um, make sure the zone drops, kind of like how they utilize their linebackers a lot in the past game. So I'm trying to implement in my game here. Um, picking Yale, uh, what were some of the other schools that recruited you uh, coming out of high school? I was kind of the uh, – it was weird because my, my recruitment process was kind of different than, I guess, other kids. I don't really remember, recall uh-huh. all the schools that were really talking to me. A lot of bigger schools were trying – in the beginning, but you know, my family's kind of Ivy League all the way, so once the Ivy League came knocking, I only really focused on them. Mm-hmm. Um, did it come down to Yale, Brown, or Penn, or who were some of the uh, Ivy at the end? Yeah, Yale, we had uh, Penn, Harvard. Okay. Yeah. What school? There it is, Foyer Olakun, Falcon sixth round, sixth round pick out of Yale. Uh, well spoken young man, and uh, they don't. Feel they're gonna have any problems on teaching them how to to pick up the defense. So that's uh, uh that's always good. We'll see where he plays if he's gonna be able to help him out on special teams or uh, provide some depth and be an eventual starter down the road. Now starting on the 17th through the 20th, the NFL PA will be having its NFL rookie premiere. That's where. Uh, 40 players will go out to Los Angeles and have some branding opportunities while they learn the business of football and the media part of the business. For the Falcons, wide receiver Calvin Ridley will be taking part, as will running back Ito Smith, the fourth-round pick out of Southern Miss, and that will be out in Los Angeles. Now, moving forward here, we'll have a quiet after-week after the rookie mini camp, and then the team's OTAs will pick up next week with three on uh, the 21st, 23rd, and 24th. I understand we may have some media availability on the 22nd. I think that might be one of our coaches' days. I don't know if we get the offense guys first or the new defensive guys. Uh, if it's offense, we'll have some great nap for you for sure. Uh, defensively, we might just uh, – we'll talk to uh, – uh, Brian Young, maybe. We'll talk to as many of them as we can get uh, to and get out to you on that day if it's defense. The next week, the 30th, 31st, and June the 1st, OTAs. And then uh, they'll wrap up there June the 5th, 4th, 5th, and 7th. After that, the Falcons swing into their mandatory mini camp June 12th through the 14th before breaking for the rest of the summer coming back late July. Now, next week here, well, this gambling issue is going to be big. The uh, NFL owners meeting is set for uh, Buckhead here the 21st through the 23rd. Uh, the sale of the Panthers will be voted on. Uh, Mr. Tepper out of Pittsburgh, uh, who's worth 11 point something billion, is buying the Panthers for 2.2. He needs three-fourths. Uh, voting approval to to get that and he plans to keep them in charlotte so that'll be a big issue the uh, gambling will be a certainly another big issue that'll come out of it the anthem protest whether uh, they need a rule for that or will certainly be on the agenda also we can hear uh commissioner goodell 
talk a little bit more about the uh, helmet-to-helmet rule, uh, Ryan Shazier rule that was put into place in the owners' meeting in Orlando. And we'll, I'm sure there'll be several other topics of discussion here in Atlanta. We'll get some Super Bowls voted on. Uh, Nashville's in the front for uh, next draft. So, yeah, there'll be a lot of transactional business uh, league-wise extending out into the future decided here in Atlanta next week at the owners' meeting. So with that, we're going to wrap up this 57th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. We thank you for subscribing and listening to us on the AJC podcast page or iTunes or however you you get the uh, Bowtie Chronicles podcast. We really appreciate all of the subscribers and the listeners to the podcast. Take care and have a great week. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song. A celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-Hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny one film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.